0: Educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Hey, welcome to the Thursday edition of the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And any darn time you like on your favorite podcast platform, well, it is 508 on Thursday, June 15th. Uh, Educate, inform, and entertain. That's what we do here Uh, Lifting up and not tearing down, talking to the newsmakers and thought leaders, people who make a difference in our fine community. Uh, And each Thursday, uh, we convene the Lincoln Business Roundtable. Uh, So joining us in just a second would be Jason Ball, president of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. But first first off, say hello to Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire.
2: Hey, uh, you know, it's actually my Friday today, but I'm going to treat. Today, like I would any Friday or any other day here, and have a damn good time with well, you.
1: I would expect no less. What are we going to do tomorrow, Johnny? Without you,
2: um, I hope you still have a damn good time. I just won't be here to remind you that. it's that <laughs>
1: uh, I think Caleb is filling in for yeah? you, right?
2: Yeah. yeah, you'll have fun with him. Yeah,
1: we'll 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 do our best without you. But uh, by the way, follow us on uh, our Twitter and Facebook accounts for the Dan Parsons Show. We uh, uh, we like to interact after the show with uh, with folks there and. Uh, uh, and coming up on tomorrow's show, it is Friday. We'll miss you, Johnny, but uh, we'll kick off your weekend with the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. And um, later in the show tomorrow, we'll be joined uh, by some of our friends from Jazz and June. I had the wonderful pleasure of being at the first, uh, my first, uh, of the four, Jazz in June this past Tuesday after the show, and just had a great time. And so I thought, you know, we're halfway through the Jazz in June season, and so let's get those folks on and uh, talk about what they're doing. So, uh, as a small business owner myself, each Thursday we bring together Lincoln's Business Roundtable, the brain trust of the business community uh, leaders to discuss public policy issues, trends, challenges, uh, triumphs, Uh, and, and other issues that are driving the business environment in our capital city. And so thrilled to welcome back into the studio our friend Jason Ball, President of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce. Dan, thank you so much. It's great to be here again. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for... And you always dress so well. Well, uh, so your listeners radio. cannot
0: your listeners cannot hear this, and so they're gonna to have to take your word for it. But uh uh I'm I'm your typical chamber president guy. I Always got to have a tie on. People don't recognize me without the tie on. Yeah, so so that's okay. You're
2: putting my wrestling shirt I'm currently wearing to shame. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Some
0: someday we'll trade. Tyler. All right, we'll sounds good.
1: <laughs> well, we should do a, a set, because we have the same haberdasher, I think.
0: Oh, we just might. Yeah. We just might. We're the same company. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. They keep us looking good. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, um, uh, for those who don't know, all of the umbrella programs that are underneath uh, your great leadership at the Chamber of Commerce, um, let's just kind of walk through that a little bit, if you don't mind, to start off the show here today.
0: Yeah, I'm happy to, Dan, and this is a question I get a whole lot from uh, super engaged, very plugged in uh, people in the community that that uh, are even familiar somewhat with programs of the chamber, but just haven't had the opportunity to experience it. So we're what we call a unified Uh, business program right and so in addition to the chamber of commerce which people might uh, recognize from public policy comments that we will make from time to time or uh, say ribbon cuttings or or other initiatives that that we, we launch in the chamber proper A division of that is also the Visit Lincoln program that Mm -hmm. Jeff Maul runs, and he's on this business roundtable a lot and and, uh, KLIN frequently. And then uh, as a separate 501c6, but very much a shared program of the business community in the city is the Lincoln Partnership uh, for Economic Development. Mm -hmm. And, And within all of those programs, we're doing things like new business recruitment. Uh, young professionals is a program of the chamber, um, entrepreneurship development, all of our workforce, uh, development programming, uh, the small business council that you were a part of. Yes. Um, even more recently, we took on the rise, um, women in business, uh, program. And that has been a, a great source of energy. And so it's a big, 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 uh, program and and having that unified reach within the business community, um, you know, really is part of what makes our program. I think both unique amongst chambers and city are cities our size and and successful in our own right.
1: So. Yeah, that's great. Thanks for clarifying that yeah. because yeah, there's so many things that go on in the chamber and you guys. Uh, uh, constantly, and I, uh, I someone just mentioned the RISE program to me today. I forget who that was today, and uh, so it's great to to keep up with that. And the LPED, it, what a great program! Uh, uh, you know, the partnership with the city mm-hmm. uh, and and the chamber. And Luke Peltz uh, heads up that program. Luke Peltz is our vice president
0: for economic mm-hmm. development. And for folks that that may not be familiar, uh, the the partnership for economic development is a true public private partnership model where um, the private sector invests in that. Product. Program to make it possible, and that is uh, matched by the city of of Lincoln, and it is it is one of the most robust and sustainable. Um business development models that i have been associated with in, in all my time in this industry yeah um sometimes you'll find cities that it's only private sector and that comes along with uh some unique challenges and some and some benefits too uh in texas many of these programs are entirely government run uh localized uh city efforts and and those come along with their own bumps in the road too and i'm a big fan of the the public private partnership model that we have here in.
1: Lake. yeah because you you did get to- a lot of that experience uh when you uh, left lincoln and struck out and and did some really incredible things around the country before we drug you and your family back here to lincoln it wasn't dragging you willingly i was i was knocking on the door yeah oh my goodness but yeah you you uh uh, in in uh, Round Rock, Texas. Uh, you were the yes. uh, chamber president down there. Yeah. And, and yeah, you've, you've commented to me privately several times that uh, things aren't run the way that we do things here in Lincoln.
0: Yeah, I, I, look, I think Lincoln uh, really does punch above its weight. I just came back from a week long conference in Madison, Wisconsin, a U.S. Chamber of Commerce yeah. program, um, and it's a regional board chairmanship that I had there. And I, I will tell you, Lincoln, as far as chambers go, because of how we were able to do big things in the community like the Vitality Lincoln strategic plan that we've talked about on on this show before. Um, you know, we're able to move the ball in bigger ways than than some other chambers in, in similar sized cities because of that united uh business community voice that we're able to bring to it. So we're we're excited about what's going on. Lincoln has a bright, bright future. Oh my goodness.
1: There's just so many good things going on. I just so appreciate uh, every Thursday that we get to highlight some of those things. And, you know, and we talk politics obviously on this show quite a bit and, uh, both national, state, and local. And, uh, one of the things I've always appreciated about the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, uh, you obviously, uh, lobby the legislature on behalf of your, uh, business interests. Uh, but one of the things you don't do is endorse candidates. And I think that gives yeah. you a really unique, uh, perspective to say, yeah we're involved and we're supporting uh, uh the, the the politicians who take office and uh, shape uh, the business culture for our state and city uh, but you don't get involved in the political side uh, to endorse candidates.
0: that's right and and we do that very intentionally i know that uh elections are important elections matter and i encourage everyone to be an engaged voter but when it comes to the the work that we do um we there's a season for politics Mm -hmm. and we stay out of that we Mm -hmm. let the voters decide who's going to represent them in office and then and once that season for politics is over then it's time for governance right and that means crafting good policy that's going to enable the community to grow and, P- and allow people to prosper in lincoln and that's where we do step in and we advise on policy and we have we have strong recommendations on policy and and hope that we're bringing uh uh, some acumen about what that means economically to the community uh, when we're having those conversations. So we're very proud of how we go about that.
1: One. I just think it's it's the right model and it, it obviously works very well. Um, and we'll get into, uh, after the break here, we'll talk about the legislative session and yeah. some of the successes and challenges uh, from that session that you had. Um, but maybe before we uh, take this break here in a second, uh, Jason, um, uh, Vitality Lincoln, your strategic plan, you, know, you continue to uh, work that and educate people in the city about how mm-hmm. uh, your vision, the Chamber's vision of where we're going next mm-hmm. uh, uh, in this city.
0: Yeah, uh, and so we've got six pillars to that plan for people that want to look it up. You can find it from our homepage at lcoc.com um, and it's Vitality Link, and It is a uh, uh, six key initiatives in there that range from uh, entrepreneurship to what we're doing in economic development to you know major initiatives like the Convention Center. So we're very
1: excited about it. Very good. Well, we'll be back to visit uh, with Jason Ball from the Chamber uh, after this break on 1,499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on
0: 1,499.3 KLIN.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition of The Dan Parsons Show here on 1,499.3 KLIN. Uh, we're visiting with uh, Jason Ball from the Chamber and joining uh, Jason and I in a little bit uh, after the break at the bottom of the hour, uh, Kaylee Hogan Schnichter from the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development. Kaylee's going to come in. Uh, Kaylee's uh, the Director of Talent Strategy. Uh, for, for LPad. And so it'll be great to visit with Kaylee and, and see what she's got going on. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll kick off your weekend like we do every Friday, uh, with a Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin. Uh, in addition to whatever Chef Kevin is cooking up in the kitchen and, and serving up, uh, uh mixing at the bar, we'll be joined by some of our friends from Jazz and June tomorrow. So, you know, that's the entertaining part of our week, uh, Jason, and we get to do that. And, uh, uh, but we're doing business today.
0: Well, Dan, I, someday I hope that I get invited on Friday's show so I can have an alcoholic beverage with you and Kevin yeah. uh, in the studio sometime. Yeah. That would be a treat. Yeah, yeah. and he's would, a businessman, so this that it, would make sense. We can do that. It's yeah. a lot of fun. It is. <laughs> we definitely have a Dan Good time on nice. Fridays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Jason, I know uh, a lot of the reporters and, and a lot of the longtime observers of the legislature uh, were really uh, intent on talking about what a crazy session it was, and yeah. and it was. I mean, there were some cultural issues, uh, uh, you know, that uh, that were brought up and slowed things down. And uh, but despite all of that stuff, and those are important issues. I, I, I don't want to make light of those cultural issues that uh, uh, that we discussed in the legislature uh, this session. But despite that, there's still a lot of good things that got done.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, you know ag- again it it was a very unusual session because of how things shook out and and that's okay. Um but we kind of kept our head down right we were sort of the donkey in the rain right uh and and uh did a lot of work i i would share with my board you know the work we were doing was was in the hallways instead of maybe on the floor of the legislature
1: yeah.
0: um talking with people about our priority issues and we feel like we we advanced those and and would love to uh, tell you more yeah, about them because yeah, it, yeah. it's it, th- this session there were some nice advancements made that didn't have anything to do with the the really controversial culture war stuff that took up the oxygen
1: well and and you're right jason Uh, visiting with jason ball president of the lincoln chamber of commerce here on the dan parsons show our thursday edition where we bring in the leaders uh the business the lincoln business roundtable is what i like to call it and um yeah i mean there was a lot of success for the city of lincoln in lancaster county when it came to the legislative session this past year.
0: Yeah, I you know, the first thing that, that that we did, and this has happened in the past in different iterations, but we really made a point of uh gathering with our entire Lincoln delegation um, and uh, and And sitting down with other business leaders and then leaders from the county and the city and really really talking about what what are our needs what are the things when we look at the future of this community that we that we want to rally around and I, and I want to give credit to Senator Anna Wishart in particular yeah. who uh, in several conversations with myself and other members of our team really encouraged us to to do this and it was a super productive set of of a couple conversations where people just said you know this this is what we 're thinking about and where those interests overlapped we we really arrived at what we're calling our community consensus agenda for this year and and those were four things uh, some kind of a bill to an advance funding for the convention center, yep. some kind of a bill to advance a second water source for Lincoln, uh, some kind of a bill to advance housing needs. And that was not just a consensus issue in Lincoln, but it was in, across the entire state. Yep. And then uh, some kind of a bill to advance uh, development of the East Beltway. and And we had... Other priorities, too, things like a mega site, things like the tax cut package. Those were not the only four issues that we talked about. But when it comes to, you know, a community that really speaks with one voice, or at least from one perspective on those, uh, we really feel like we had some success when it came to advancing the community consensus agenda in this session.
1: And you did. Uh, and I've heard from more than one person, Jason, that, uh, the, the camaraderie and the cooperation, uh, between our Lincoln delegation, uh, was not that, you know, it doesn't always have to, uh, go well. <laughs> And because uh, you, you know, it's a bipartisan group. It's a nonpartisan group. It's mm-hmm. the most unique legislative body in America. Um, but that doesn't always mean that uh, you get cooperation from all 49 members. But I've heard more than one person say, including uh, many of the state senators, that the cooperation between the Lincoln delegation of state senators this session was exceptional.
0: We we were just very, very pleased. And, and again, for any of them that are hearing this or other people listening, I really want to thank the entire uh, Lincoln delegation. I'm not going to list everybody's name out today, uh, but but they all were engaged. They all sat down. They all listened to where we were coming from. They all gave us advice on. Here's what I think will work. Here's where I think uh, you guys are going to run into some uh, some potholes. But uh, uh, no, it's it's been exciting. I, you know, I'll start with water 2.0. Yeah. I think you interviewed the mayor on. Yeah, the show we talked recently. about
1: it a little bit uh, last night. Um,
0: you know, the the mayor put together. Uh, this is well into last year. Put together Sorry. a, a task force. For uh, you know, evaluating how are we going to get a second source of water for Lincoln? And, and for those that are hearing this, I never want anybody to panic. Your your water is going to be there tomorrow on the tap. Your shower is going to work tomorrow. But we know we've got a window of of something like twenty, twenty five, maybe thirty years from our existing well fields that are going to serve the community. And if we're going to be a growing community, we've, we've really got to have a second source of water. Um, we were very proud to host those conversations at the chamber in our large meeting room. Yes. Um, and it included voices from all over the community, not just city voices, not just business voices, but a, a lot of stakeholders in that. And they arrived at the recommendation that, look, we need to, we need to think big. Uh, We need to to think about what's going to serve this community long term. And and the decision was made to we need to do a pipeline basically east of the city and drop well fields that are near the Missouri River. And and that's what's going to serve us in the most robust and sustainable long term fashion. That is a multi-generational decision that was made.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just uh, a project like that doesn't just pop up overnight. No. And, uh, and so you did, were able to secure that funding. It passed, uh, and the governor signed it, yep. and a pretty good chunk of money, uh, basically a down payment on all the money that will be needed to do this huge infrastructure project.
0: And, and want to thank Senator Bostar in particular. He ushered this one through from, from tip to toe. Um, and and really did an excellent job and and uh, nearly two hundred million dollars. It's just a little bit south of two hundred million dollars, which uh, is not going to get the entire thing built. We yeah. still have a lot of a lot of work to do. Um, it is going to help us protect the corridor and do some early environmental that we need to do. So it's it's a huge advancement for that project. A
1: year. couple of other bills, obviously that were priority for you, um, a historic uh, tax reform measure.
0: Yeah, we we were thrilled with the tax cuts, and this is not part of the community consensus agenda, but it has been an objective of this Chamber of Commerce and the state's business community for a long time to, uh again, continue to make our state more competitive when it comes to income tax. And at the beginning of the session, even given the advancement that we had under uh, Governor Ricketts, previous session last year, um, which was another big step forward, we really continue to advance how quickly we're ratcheting down and, and over a period of about three to five years, we're projected to have a top rate income tax of three point nine nine percent. And the folks in the lobby that we work with will tell you if you'd have told them ten years ago oh. we're gonna be oh. on track for three point nine nine, no way. Yep. So so this is a big deal. Yeah. And that's on top of other tax reform on the property tax side.
1: And and there was also some child tax credits included in that bill, right?
0: Uh, Absolutely. So so child care is another initiative that we took up under the uh, Vitality Lincoln strategic plan. Again, you can see that at lcoc.com. And child care is in there. And that can be a major blockage. For businesses trying to grow, if their workforce cannot get to work reliably, Absolutely. if their their kids aren't in a safe mm-hmm. and enriching environment, mm-hmm. and so uh, that those those tax credits are going to be helpful in encouraging more of that activity as we move forward.
1: And I know our listeners have heard me talk about uh, uh, the convention center, uh, the next big project in this city that we're going to take on, and uh, and that's coming along quite nicely. And uh, uh, just transparency, I, I've served on that task force uh, uh, to, uh, to help with that issue, but it is. I mean, that is the next uh, uh, building project in this city that's going to propel us into the next project. Uh, uh, for future growth. Here, here again, I want to thank Senator Wishart and
0: Senator Bostar yes. both for their leadership on this one. What we were able to pass is a turn back tax financing. And I want to stress for everyone that just heard me say that that is not, not, not a new tax. Correct. That's existing sales tax in a defined area that would be applied to a convention center. Yeah. yeah. And it's really going to help get the project off
1: the ground. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, congratulations. That's I know how much work that is. Uh, Bruce Boyer uh, on your staff yeah. obviously is longtime shepherd of uh, <laughs> legislative uh, uh, cats and dogs. He'll like that title. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he's doing. Well, uh, coming up after the break at the bottom of the hour here, uh, I am thrilled to welcome into the studio to join Jason and I, uh, Kaylee Hogan Schnichter uh, from the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development, Director of tr- of talent strategy. Kaylee, we're looking forward to chatting with you uh, in just a few minutes. Well, uh, stay tuned for the news, and we'll be back after this message uh, in the news at the bottom of the hour, here on 1499.3 KLIN.
0: Educating, informing, entertaining, The
1: Dan Parsons
0: Show on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: And welcome back to the Thursday edition of the Dan Parsons Show here on 1499.3 KLIN. And if you miss us, or if you want to rewind and see what Jason Ball was talking about the first uh, segment of this show, you can always find us on your favorite podcast platform. Well, don't forget, tomorrow on LNK Today with Jack and Friends, it's the most, oh gosh, has to be one of the most popular segments uh, in in Lincoln Radio uh, Request Line Friday. Uh, and the songs that the the theme for tomorrow is songs that remind you of your dad, and uh, so get in early on that. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's Dan Parsons show, we'll kick off your weekend with the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin. And uh, in the second half of the show tomorrow, we'll be joined by our friends from Jazz and June. And uh, so that'll be fun. Well, uh, because I am uh, a small business owner in this uh, city, by the way, it's my 20th anniversary of Parsons Public Relations uh, this year. Oh, my gosh. You've uh,
0: conquered two decades of public relations. Somehow
1: I've stumbled through two decades. (laughs)
0: You've seen a lot of change in in a couple decades. Oh, my goodness, yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, There uh, there was barely the Internet, let alone social media. (laughs) Um, The the dark
0: ages. Would you happen to know, is the actual anniversary date,
1: Does it happen to land on a Friday? Well, it will. Because that would be all the more (laughs) for Friday afternoon, Club. It it does now. It does now. Uh, I know it's in July. Uh, I know it was July because the kids were home. And so at the kitchen table, you know, I started like many small businesses do. That's where I started. And I remembered uh, it was much easier working from home when the kids were in school. That's what I remember. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But anyway, because I'm a small business owner, every Thursday, uh, the Lincoln Business Roundtable is convened. And uh, the brain trust of the business community in this city, uh, we talk about, you know, successes, failures, challenges uh... and opportunities and so, Jason Ball, our friend, uh, the president of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, is uh, in studio, and uh, I'm delighted joining us in studio. Delighted to introduce our friend Kaylee Hogan Schnichter from the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development. Kaylee, hi.
2: Hi, Dan. It's good to be here. It's
1: so great to have you, we, uh, Kaylee. And I, we knew each other before she was even with the chamber. That's how far back we go. We do. And uh, so, I just uh, love seeing how you've progressed. With with the organization and and boy i tell you what jason you inherited a, a dynamite uh person in kaylee so uh we're, we're very about
0: excited that. about the team we had and, and and kaylee has been a huge part of our workforce development efforts too.
1: yeah, yeah. So, so kaylee for those of us uh, our listeners who haven't had the joy of meeting you before tell us tell us your story oh yeah well
2: for all of you who are here, I am Kaylee, the director of talent strategy at the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development, and july 1st so here in a couple of weeks it will be my fourth year officially wow. so i'm i'm very excited i now can say i have been in the office longer than i was working from home <laughs> uh, because of covid so i think that that's that's a
1: milestone right. yeah, yeah
2: yeah um but uh my primary role is to work with hr leaders and recruiters um at our companies from across the city who are really focused on talent attraction and retention, um, in this community, um, not only specifically in their organizations, but a lot of our, a lot of our business community is really, um, they see the importance in just having that community attraction as well. Um, but we'll, I'll share a few more programs that kind of support yeah, this please, work yeah. throughout our conversation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and, and Jason and I talked earlier about the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development, LPAD, as we affectionately know it, uh, this, this wonderful private, public partnership between the city and the chamber and the businesses uh, here in our city that really it's a unique model and you guys it does it works and you guys work hard to make sure uh, that we're not only supporting our current businesses but that we're looking beyond lincoln and recruiting uh, new businesses to to our fair city
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I I feel a privilege um, in working for an organization like LPED for that specific reason. It is it is a unique model and it works well. And when uh, my coworkers and I talk to people across the country, whether we're at conferences or in in fellowships, we're co- we're constantly figuring out how unique we are and how that's really been a huge strength um, for both organizations. So. I appreciate hearing that as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I know one of the programs, uh, Kaylee, that you uh, that you shepherd is uh, an internship program. Yes, and 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 I love the name. Uh, so tell us about that program.
2: Yeah. So the program is called My Turn, and it is focusing on providing networking opportunities for interns as well as college age students throughout the community, um, so they can really start. Understanding what it's like to build a life here if they choose to make a career, um, as well as just start building that professional network, which I remember when I was in college sure. and an intern, that was very overwhelming. Um, so to know that there are opportunities to kind of get to know other people um, in maybe a, a smaller, smaller space. um is is great and there we just had our first event on tuesday um our kickoff at the lincoln salt dogs game nice um and it was just really cool to see uh the interns and um just network with each other and see them actually like just kind of cross-contaminating beyond beyond their own organizations and it's cool when you see that feedback then on the internet and you're like oh you really did appreciate that so
1: Yeah. yeah jason jump in anytime uh uh, you well, like. I I think I'll just I'll
0: just add the the my turn program and the focus on interns is is absolutely critical to our workforce recruitment efforts yes. because we have this one unique opportunity where we've got a, a group of young people that are going to work every day they're having a great experience at the, at these companies some of them from out of town some of them from Nebraska and have some degree of passing familiarity with Lincoln but um we we also know. That if we help them make connections among their own peer group and if we help them make connections with say local philanthropies or other fun entertainment things to do in the city, you're making that individual a little bit more sticky to stay in Lincoln because they're also at a moment where it's really easy to leave. And there are many, many options for, for good, smart people that are going to make an impact in whatever company that they land in. And so we know we have to take advantage of that opportunity. So that's why we get them out into the community, interacting with each other outside of a work context, um, away from, from that experience, because without that, they're going to potentially consider other reasons to leave sure. and and we don't want them to do that so we we really think that this moves the ball and makes them stay here
1: uh, being a baseball fan that I am it's like our, we it's our farm team mm-hmm. you know uh, so we're developing this talent and yeah. helping educate and inform and and uh and hopefully uh, continue to uh, lift up the great things about this city so yeah when they have that choice uh to scatter and go someplace else Say, think twice and yeah. think oh my goodness maybe this is where my home is
2: absolutely i mean i even think about i've lived here for over 16 years and there are still things that i'm discovering about yeah. this city that make me enjoy it even more yeah. so it's fun to get to share those pieces with other people and that i would say is a big reason why i like this program
1: Visiting with Kaylee Hogan Schnichter uh, with uh, Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development. Uh, Kaylee is the Director of Talent Strategy. Um, so yeah, workforce needs, workforce development. Obviously, that's the top of the list for any employer, uh, that's uh, doing business in, in the world. Yes. <laughs> today. And so tell us a little bit more about how you lean into that and, and help that for the, for LPED.
2: Yeah, well, um, a few, I have a few examples that I'll, I'll share with you, but, um, one of my first and, um, probably close, closest knit group is called my talent advisory group. Um, and that is a group. That is made up of HR leaders, as well as recruiters, um, intern program managers, um, from our most engaged investors. Um, we meet bi-monthly and we talk about um, the challenges and successes that their companies are facing around talent attraction and retention, um, as well as sharing best practices. Yes. We just recently had a conversation going about... um the different type of referral programs that each company has, um, which is great that they're willing to have those conversations with each other and really help, you know, build this talent pipeline um, in our community that's strong and that wants to stick around.
1: Um, Before we have to take this quick break, um, STEM Education Partnership, I know, has continued to be a really vibrant program that uh, that you help with.
2: Yeah, it's really, it's fun. It's kind of one of my my favorite things. the Lincoln STEM ecosystem, which is also lovingly referred to as Link-C, um has a you know we know Lincoln has a wide variety of STEM opportunities and
1: and for our listeners remind us uh, the the acronym LinkC uh, STEM oh
2: STEM um, sorry <laughs> science technology engineering and mathematics yes yes. Um, and that obviously broadens way beyond that. Um, but really, you know, we have all these great opportunities here in the area. Um, and we really want to make sure that those are known to people in our community.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll pick that up after this uh, short break. We'll be right back here on the Dan Parsons Show on fourteen hundred and ninety nine three KLIN. To the Dan Parsons Show on 1499
0: 3 KLIN.
1: And welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499 3 KLIN. And you can always find us on klin.com and your favorite podcast platform any darn time you like well joining us for the business roundtable here on on the Thursday edition of the Dan Parsons show Jason Ball president of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce Kaylee Hogan uh with the Lincoln partnership for economic development uh, and director of talent strategy Kaylee we kind of uh, didn't finish on the on uh, on the program you're talking about so keep going my my friend
2: yeah well Lincoln sim ecosystem linksy like I was saying um, it's it's been around since about right before 2020, and so we've we've had some great um, opportunities during that time partnering um, with LPS, um, Southeast Community College, businesses around the community um, in order to kind of bring more equity and access to experiences yeah. in STEM. Um, but really, I think we're starting to get a little bit more fire under us um because our steering committee, um, which represents 13 nonprofits and businesses, are really sh- trying to strive to meet those current and future needs of, like, STEM workforce, um, focusing on industries and connecting formal and informal educators to different opportunities and partnerships. Um, it's been really cool to see how the business community and our education community have come together um, as a part of this steering committee and creating externships for teachers to take back into nice, their classrooms, nice. which is, is really cool. Um, so really just wanting to create more high quality experiences um, and increasing, you know, if you see it, you can do it. Kind of mentality mm-hmm. in our K twelve students today, mm-hmm. so it's something I'm really passionate about. And yeah. while like yeah. math and science are not my strong suits whatsoever, <laughs> it is so fun to be STEM adjacent um, in that space.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, and and tell us about the circle.
2: Oh yes, I feel like I'm going to say all of these are my favorite because I'm about <laughs> to say that now. They each have their own, you know, different feeling about them. Um, but the circle, which is facilitated uh, by Joe. Stand, um, out of Omaha um, is a community of um, people, HR leaders, we have nonprofits, we have government organizations nice. that nice. come together um, and work on designing organizational um inclusion and diversity
1: efforts within the community as well as within
2: their workplaces. So
1: important, you know, especially today, more than ever.
2: Absolutely. Being a welcoming community. um, As we all know, it's very important to our our city. um, And it's very important to a lot of our residents. I mean, everywhere you go, people are like, we want people to like it here.
1: Yes. Um, Yeah. There's enough. And again, that's, that's part of the reason I do this show. Uh, to lift up instead of tear down and there's so many opportunities in the culture wars that we're facing today on the political side to tear down and so that isn't helping recruiting uh the young bright talented uh workers to our city and so you're you're doing something about that
2: we're we're doing our best yeah (laughs) we're all coming together to learn and support each other because you know we're not perfect or going to be human and make mistakes and i think that that's the importance of having that community um because how are you going to learn without other people helping you along the way and supporting you through that work because it's you have tough conversations within this work and so having that space has been been extremely important and it's been really cool to see um over the last four years how some of our really large companies have really implemented policies that they've you know that have originated in this space, so I, I love to see that.
0: Yeah, Jason. And, and I'll just note, when, when Kaylee's talking about policies that companies have implemented, they've done that uh, uh, of their own volition. They have chosen they to do that because yeah. they know they've got to compete for this workforce. That's and correct. every one of their employees has choices about where they can uh, live and work. They're trying to hang right. on mm-hmm. to this workforce and be competitive for them. And so this is another example of how the, the business community leads these conversations. Mm-hmm. It, it, it Solutions do not have to be necessarily regulatory or uh, based on policy it can just be businesses training best practices and that's one of the things i love most about the circle and 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 that part of the program
1: so uh kaylee how can people if they're not involved in that how how can they learn more how can they get a hold of you and 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 be involved you can email me
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) which is super easy it's k-a-y-l-i-e at select lincoln.org it's just my first name you can also find me on our website
1: yeah
0: and our our website's at lcoc.com if you look on the team page you can find 100 percent of our group
1: there absolutely absolutely well kaylee i'm so delighted uh, to have you into the studio today to talk about all the great work that you're doing um uh, and, and if I may, um, the one one of the things that I wanted to talk about is, um, and Jason, feel free to jump in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the state chambers and others uh, encouraging policies uh, that support uh, legal immigration and, and how that is is becoming more and more of a focus as we struggle to find workforce
0: you, you know what I really want to give credit to Blunt, brian sloan who 's the president yep. and CEO of the State Chamber of Commerce and he has been traveling throughout the state talking about look we we are projecting we 're going to need eighty thousand additional people to fill jobs in the next ten years and if you just look at the math of birth rates nationwide but certainly in Nebraska. It's just not going to be enough. We're seeing these in future trends for enrollment at uh, the university systems and other post-secondary education systems. Um, We have got to, as a nation, figure out a better way when it comes to pathways for legalized immigration. To fuel the economic yeah, growth that we all want to have. And, and so I, w- I will say that the pain has gotten great enough. This could be a whole future show for us. Yes. Dan, but, yes. I would um, love to do that. The, yeah. the pain has gotten great enough. And what I anticipated they were going to get resistance and maybe different parts of the, the state they, uh, Brian's come back and said, no, we're, we're not getting pushback. And so we are going to have be having conversations about how can we expand H1B visa programs? How can we expand what we can influence here in Nebraska? locally, but we're also having those dialogues with our uh, federal delegation and they know this is an issue for us.
1: And, and Kaylee, I know uh, because when we do, uh, Lincoln is has a wonderful tradition of being a welcoming community to refugees. Uh, it slowed down a little bit uh, from our past president, but that hopefully is uh, ticking back up now and there's just so many people and opportunities for Lincoln to welcome those refugees into our community. And LPEDS work to support uh, those new American refugees in our community, right?
2: Yeah, I I have a great example. Nice, um, actually, uh, we we have this program called the Lincoln Manufacturing Council, um, and it's made up of manufacturers um, from around the city, um, with the goal of providing an an introduction to the field of manufacturing. Um, So through the course, uh, class participants have the ability to connect with visiting employers and kind of break down those stereotypes around manufacturing and learn really the basics so they can walk in feeling confident and and ready to have um, a meaningful career in that space. Um, Additionally, we do set off the opportunity cost um, for these individuals um, with a stipend at the end of the class as well as, child care throughout the whole program, um, meals for each of the class nights, and then um, sometimes some assistance with some transportation. Um, But last year, when we had an influx of Ukrainian refugees um, placed here in Lincoln, we worked with the Asian Community Center um, to get a special Ukrainian class that was condensed, um, that was taught by their peers um, in Ukrainian so they could – understand what they were learning and and again feel that confidence going in which is so important um but yeah it was it was really great to see that happen and they were working waiting for work authorization so it was the perfect time um to to really connect with them and work with them um to do that
1: yeah that's a great program well guys i can't help i can't help, but thank you so much for, uh, uh, for joining us. Thanks to Jason Ball, President of the Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and Kaylee Hogan-Schnichter uh, with the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development, Director of Talent Strategy. Guys, thanks, Dan. It's been a pleasure. again. Yes, yes yeah, thanks, Dan. Hey, don't forget, uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll kick off your weekend with the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin, and we'll be joined by some of our friends uh, from Jazz in June. Tomorrow's LNK Today with Jack and Friends, uh, Request. Line Friday, Celebrating Dads. Don't miss that. Well, uh, thanks again, guys, for for joining me here today. Uh, That's a wrap. Uh, Now go do good things on 1499.3 KLIN.